0: I want to welcome you all to the Zoom meeting of men working, maintenance men. Uh, Let's go ahead and open with a a set-aside prayer, please. God, I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about others and this program for a fresh new revelation in you, Lord, a new revelation in others for a fresh new start. For your glory and your honor, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, let's let's say the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. AA is a fellowship of men and women. We're not official AA. We are the product of the the readings of archaic Anonymous Literature. So thank you guys for coming here. We're gonna start with page twenty four, please, and we're gonna ask Rick to uh, hit it off for us, please. Okay.
1: <coughs> the fact that Mozilla for reasoning obscure have lost the power of choice to drink, our so called willpower becomes practically non existent. We're unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness a significant force of Memory of suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We were without defense against this first string. The most certain consequences that follow taking even a glass of beer do not crowd the mind to deter us. If these thoughts occur, they are hazily and rapidly supplanted with the old threadbare idea that this time we shall handle ourselves like other people. There is a complete failure against this kind of defense that keeps one from putting his hands on a hot stove.
0: Keep going, please. Keep going. Yeah. The alcoholist may
1: say to himself in the most casual way, "It won't me be the sense. So here's how, or, or perhaps he doesn't think at all. Even the news, uh, how often have us uh, of us begun to drink in this nonchalant way, and after a third or fourth drink, pound on the bar and said, "To ourselves, God, for God's sake, how do I ever get started again?" In order to have that thought supplanted by, "Well, I'll stop at a six drink or what's the use anyhow?"
0: When this sort of thinking is fully established in an individual with alcoholic tendencies, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid and unless locked up, may die or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history. But for the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations. So many want to stop, but cannot. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching the leveling of our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others. And we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we have been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. The great fact is just this and nothing less, that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitudes towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commands to accomplish those things for us which we could never do by ourselves. If you are seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there's no middle of the road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible, and if we had passed into the region from which there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One was to go on to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of our intolerable situation as best we could, and the other to access spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to, and we're willing to make the effort. Page sixty-two, please.
1: Sixty-two. Uh, selfishness and self-centeredness—that we think is the root of all our troubles—driven by a hundred forms of self-delusion, self-seeking, self-pity. We step on our toes of our fellows, and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us, seemingly without provocation. But we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on the self, which is later places us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles we think are basically our own making. They arise uh, out of ourselves. and the alcohol is a extreme example of self-will worn right. Though it usually doesn't think so. <laughs> Above everything, the alcohol must say must be rid of his selfishness. You must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems to be no way of entirely getting out, getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and physiological convictions galore, but we could not live up to them. Even though we would like to, uh, neither, neither could we reduce our self-centeredness by much, much by wishing or trying. We had to have God's help. This is the how why of First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. The next we decided in the thereafter of the drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal, we are as he is the, we are his agents. He is the father, we are his children. Most good ideas are simple. And this concept
0: of was the keystone to the new triumphant arch was we passed through freedom. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer. Being all-powerful, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee, to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. Amen. Page 76 and page 86. Go ahead, Rick, and go, go to page 86. I'll take care of 76. Uh, when ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that he should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Page 86,
1: please. Uh, On awakening, we think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans of the day before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking him for divorces from self-pity, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with insurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane with this... When our thinking is clear of wrong motives, in thinking about our day, we face a decision we may not be able to determine which course to take. Here's when we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought, and or a a decision. We relax, we take it easy, we don't struggle. We are surprised how the right answers come after we try this for a while. But it used to be the hunch of uh, occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still experienced, we have, having just made a conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for the presumption of all sorts of spirit actions and thought, uh, ideas. Nevertheless, we find our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it.
0: We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day what our next step is to be. That we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves however if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot, that, a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditations. If, if we belong to religious denomination, which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few said prayers, which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggesting about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, Thy will be done. We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decision. We become much more efficient we do not tire so easily for we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves it works it works it really does page 416 please 416 yes sir I'm all
1: right. um, uh, 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 it helped me a great deal to become convinced that all this was a disease, not a moral issue. I had been, uh, been treated as the result of a compulsion, right, even though I had not been aware of that compulsion at the time. And sobriety was not a matter of willpower, but the people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last acceptance has proven to be the key to my drinking problem. After I had been around AA for seven months, tapering off of pills and off of alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it's true. Of all people, strange as it may seem, even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts, and it's all right with me now. You know, now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in that problem, got living in the answers, the problem went away from that moment on. I have not one single potion to drink and acceptance is the answer to my drinking problems today is when I'm disturbed because I find some person, place, thing or situation in fact of my life unacceptable to me I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment nothing absolute. Nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I accept my own apologism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes.
0: Shakespeare said, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation. And I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection, just as I did. and acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us, that we are all children of God, and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. For years, I was sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me, and if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I am better off if I don't give advice, don't figure I know what's best, and just accept life on life terms as it is today, especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions. Pass.
1: Except it has been the answer to my marital problems. <sighs> it was through AA had given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years prior to our marriage. She was just a shy, scrawny adolescent which I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift for ease being to talk to and a sense of humor and many other fine qualities. It, it was if I had rather than mine's touch it turns everything into gold, a magnified mind, which magnifies whatever it focuses on. Over the years, I thought about Max, and her good qualities grew and grew, and we married, and all her qualities became more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. And instead of continuing mm-hmm. to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. It was, it, Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was nothing, she reduced a little bit more in a no more. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had my glasses on my glasses backwards. The courage to change in the serenity pair meant not that I should change my marriage, but rather I should change myself and learn to accept myself as she was. AA had given me a new pair of glasses. I can then focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow.
0: I can do the same thing with a AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on its defects, late starts, long drunk logs, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Okay, page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations. But then my rights try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it to my it to my emotional sobriety? And when I place more valuable on my serenity and sobriety than anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level at least for the time being. Pass.
1: Acceptance has been the key to my relationship with God, today. I never just sit around do nothing while waiting for him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do what's there in front of me that needs to be done and leave the results up to him. However, it turns out that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic, magnifying mind off my... Uh, <coughs> uh, let me start. I must keep my magic, magnifying mind on my acceptance get off my
0: expectations for my strength is directly proportional to the level of acceptance. When I remember this, I see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Thank God for AA. Turn to page 552, please. 552. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for the person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself, To be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them, and your prayers are only words, and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find you have to come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred... You now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. Pass? It worked for me then. It
1: worked for me uh, many times since. It will, it will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for the willingness, but it always comes. Uh, and because it works for me, it'll work for all of us. And, and another great man says, the only real freedom a human being could ever know is doing what he wants to do because he wants to do it. This great experience has given really has this great experience that has released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is just really another affirmation of
0: the truth I know. I get everything I need out of Alcoholics anonymous and everything I need I get when I get what I need I invariably find it's just what I wanted all the time. Amen. Page one hundred, please. One hundred. And and page eighty three. Go ahead and go to page eighty three Rick. All right. Eighty three. I'll read one hundred. Okay. Okay, both you and the new man must walk day by day in spiritual progress. If you if you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands. We're better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your present circumstance.
1: Rick? We are basically about this phase of our development. We will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past or shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. It, we will see how our experience can benefit others, and the feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in our selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations would used to baffle us. We will suddenly...
0: We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We lost Rick my phone went dead. I guess I wasn't charging it. <laughs> All right, let me finish up. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Page 85, please. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a soda full. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities how can I best serve thee thy will not be done thy will not mine be done excuse me these are thoughts which must go with us constantly we can exercise our willpower along this line it is the proper use of the will Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more action. Page 43, the bottom of 43, please. Once more, the alcoholic, at certain times, has no effective mental de- defense against the first drink. Except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful readings. Thank you very much for coming on today's, today's topic in the wonderment of the words The words come alive and they keep us. These words come alive and they keep me away from the first drink. They keep me sound and it gives me food for thought for the rest of the day. Let's go ahead and please and close with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.